Today's episode comes to you from Keene, New Hampshire, where we meet with Kaisa Gerald of the Green Wagon Farm. Kaisa has been managing the farm since 2013, however, grew up on the farm, so she's been in ag since about the age of four. Green Wagon is a 20-acre vegetable farm in the Zone 5B, with fields in both Surrey and Keene. They sell most of their produce out of their farm stand, with some sales going to a local food co-op. Kaisa, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Why is your farm called Green Wagon Farm? Because in 1994, uh, my parents uh, secured a location in Keene uh, for a farm stand, and they built a green covered wagon, and that's why it's called Green Wagon Farm. Now, it's it's more than just the green wagon. There's like tents built off the sides of it, and um, you almost barely see it, but it's it's there. Um, that's where we got our name. And I actually rode on said green wagon when we brought it down to the farm stand. It was very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Does it move around or is it there to stay? Oh, no. It, the tires are flat. They're, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> well, today we wanted to talk about the water wheel transplanter. Uh, so for those of you that might not know what a water wheel transplanter is, could you just describe uh, what one is? So the water wheel transplanter is a attachment that goes on the back of a tractor. Um, there are uh, two seats, at least two seats. Uh, you can actually buy more of them. Um, there's uh, shelves for the trays of plants to go on. There's two water tanks and a wheel in the center. Uh, the wheel rolls along the uh bed that you're planting in, pokes a hole, fills it with water, and the people on the back drop the plants in. And it just makes uh, transplanting crops far easier, far faster, all of those good things. So it does a whole lot of things at once. It, it dr- pulls you along and punches the holes. Yep, and you're not, the plants. not breaking your back. Uh, you're not lugging water. You can even drop fertilizer in the tank, so you're fertilizing the plants as they go into the ground. Um, And the nice thing, too, is that as you drop the plant um, into the water hole, as the water recedes, it actually pulls the soil around the the root ball, so it even covers the, the plant as well. So it's all done in just one kind of motion um, as you're moving along the bed. It's pretty great. Now, is this set up to work in a plastic culture system or bare dirt or both? Uh, we use mainly plastic culture, so, but I imagine that it probably could be used uh, in, in bare ground as well. Um, I haven't done that, at least for many years. We've basically moved to all plastic culture. Is there a particular pain point that the water wheel transplanter uh improves upon? I mean, there's a lot of benefits to it, like we just mentioned, but is there really one thing that stands out? Honestly, I couldn't imagine not having it on the farm because we use it for planting almost everything. So the thought of planting, you know, 20 acres of produce by hand is just, uh, I I can't even wrap my head around that. Um, so that that's really all I can say. It just saves so much time, so much energy, and 
makes it all so much easier. How do you vary spacing with this machine? So there's different wheel sizes. Uh, Each wheel has, um, you can have different size spikes on the wheel. You can have different spacings of spikes. So we've got um, a wheel that does uh, 12 inch spacing, a wheel that does 18 inch spacing. We even have one that's got multiple um, spikes on the same uh, row and so they're they're very close together that's for like planting onions and it's a smaller spike so it's really possibilities are endless Um, I think we have five or six different wheels do you have one wheel that you use the most believe the 18 inch spacing Uh, we use that for tomatoes uh, summer squash zucchini cucumbers melons No, not watermelons. Yeah, four of our main crops, or five, I should say, five of our main crops use the 18-inch wheel. Um, It's followed closely by the 12-inch wheel, I believe. It's one we use for lettuce. Um, Yeah, and and we've also even gotten to the point where we use a double wheel, so each planter can be planting at the same time. You have to be uh, really on your game in order to keep up with that. And sometimes I shout to my dad to like slow down. Wait. Uh, wait. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, it's a very, very valuable tool. Are there any crops that are particularly challenging to plant using this tool? Uh Anything that involves a double wheel um, is challenging because the spacing is so close together. Um, and, and rather than if you, there was a single wheel, you might alternate. Like if there are two planters, um, you kind of get to take turns and who's dropping the plant. Two wheels, you, you have to be just like on it constantly. But once you've done it a few times, it's, it's really just a fun job. It's one of my favorite jobs at the farm because... It's you just sit along for the ride and you get a lot of work done in a short amount of time. It's just really satisfying. I've, I've had a couple seasons of seat time on a water wheel myself and, and agree. It's, it's not a bad job on. The yeah. Farm. yeah, it's good. <laughs> and especially if it's a hot day and you get splashed with all that cold water. Um, that's pretty nice too. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the downsides is those early cold days in mm. May when getting stuff in and it's yeah. Yeah. I've played I've planted in the pouring rain too. That's not particularly fun. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any modifications you've done to this machine or is it good to go right, we'll say, quote, out of the box? Pretty much good to go right out of the box. I mean, of course, there's uh, different wheel sizes to consider. I believe it doesn't come with a wheel. I think those are sold separately. Um, but uh, one modification we did couple years ago is uh we added uh two extra seats or we purchased two extra seats they can be taken on and off um so when we're planting onions which is a very close spacing uh we have four people on the transplanter instead of two or one which is what we normally do is two or one um so that was a that was a big modification, but again, it just uh, made the job a lot easier. 
uh, we used to plant onions uh, first. It was all by hand, <laughs> uh, and that took several days. And then we did it with two people on the back and two people walking. Mm. Uh, and then finally, we moved it to there's four people sitting, and the whole job takes about a day, uh, sometimes two days, depending on weather, of course. About uh, how many onions is that in a day? I think actually we did it in two days this year because I planted a lot of onions. Uh, I <laughs> I thought that with um, you know crops running out at the grocery stores that one of our long term storage crops would be a good one to increase this year, and I think we planted somewhere in the realm of thirty thousand onions this year. So, which was in hindsight, uh, probably too many <laughs> because they've been really hard to maintain. I mean, the weeds are like taller than me right now. Um, and, and then it comes into storage space, but, um, it, I think we split it into two days. So, I mean, like roughly 15,000 each day, but that's, I mean, if you were planting that by hand, that would take a week probably. Yeah. Yeah. So typically it's uh, a three person setup to use this machine, one person on the tractor and two people yes. out back. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and well, often I should say uh, when it's the 18 inch spacing, uh, that's enough time in between holes that I usually just ride on the, like it's usually me, but um, it's usually just one person on the back for that because it's easy enough to, just move along that way. You don't really need two people doing it, um, but you know, one or two. <laughs> What's the rough cost of a water wheel transplanter? It's not as expensive as you think. I think it starts around like $2,000, maybe even less than that. And if you factor in how much time you save, it really just ends up paying for itself. Yeah, the, the time savings... I would think would pay for itself. Yes. Really, really fast. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially when, you know, again, like 20 acres planting everything by hand. I mean, the season would be over. <laughs> yeah, uh, unfeasible. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just not possible. <laughs> so are there any other savings besides like massive amounts of time after using this machine? I would think that the accuracy of planting would be better because you're not getting as fatigued. Does that, does that make sense? I mean, you're not like wasting uh, plants by like just sort of nonchalantly placing them in the ground. Like you're really like you're dialed in, you're, you're making sure that every plant is going in into the ground, covered with water, it's fertilized, like, and, and then you just keep moving along. So um, there's definitely value in that. Yeah, it, it makes many of the different aspects of planting a, a transplant mm -hmm. repeatable. And Right, and I mean, another thing too would be it's, it's so um, consistent. You know, you're getting a very consistent spacing, whereas if you were measuring out the distance between the holes by hand, there would definitely be some human error there. So by having it mechanically laid out, you're, you're um, taking care of that potential issue. Uh, have you needed to get any special parts or has anything broken on it? Things to look out for? Um, so one thing that has happened, oh, probably three or four times over the years is um, my dad has a, a cab tractor that he, he has uh, two cab tractors and he always ends up using 
that tractor for the water wheel transplanter. And as he's moving along, uh, obviously the engine's running. Uh, there's there's lots of noise. He usually cracks the window on the like his back window so he can hear us if there are any problems going on or if we say like stop or slow down or what have you. Uh, but there's been a few times where uh, we finish a row, the window's open, my dad lifts up the transplanter and it shatters the window. <laughs> the back window <laughs> and I've been I, I've been on the back of that when that happens it's like a gun going off like right in your ears <laughs> and so um, my dad has replaced the back window of the tractor I think three or four times <laughs> in the last five years or so I don't think it's happened this year though so I feel like we're doing pretty good Yikes. um yeah, he's, I mean, he knows how to fix a window now. So there's <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, he's probably going to hate that I said that, but it is true. I mean, it's just one of those things that you wouldn't think of being a problem. Um, but, you know, it all happens so quickly. Yeah, I, I think we've shattered a window with a logging winch doing just that. Yeah. Picking it up just a bit too far. Yeah, exactly. Is there anything that you think? could be improved upon if there was a, a next gen solution or, or a new model upgrade? I've always noticed that uh, when it comes to uh, changing out uh, one wheel size for another, that that seems to be really difficult. And as far as the mechanics go, I can't really um, speak to what specifically makes that hard other than it's really heavy and it's kind of a tight space. Um, I don't know if that would be able to be improved. Um, maybe some kind of uh, protector so that you don't smash the back windshield of the tractor. Uh, I, I don't know. It is, it's, it's just a really, um, Brainflow builds really good machines uh, and they're all very well thought out and well constructed. Uh, so nothing too much. All right. Well, if others want to uh, see you or your farm, and how should they how should they follow up and, and check you out? So we have a website uh, that's www.thegreenwagonfarm.com. We're on Instagram uh, that's at the Green Wagon Farm, and then we're also on Facebook as well. Just Green Wagon Farm. Make sure it's the one in Keene. Uh, so we're we're very social. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just come down to the stand. Um, we're open seven days a week, at least until, you know, October or so. So come on down. There you go. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you learned something today or plan to make a change on your farm, let me know. I'd love to receive any feedback you have. Just click the link in the description to submit the form. It will help the future of this podcast to be a resource that is helpful for you. And while you're at it, I hope you go ahead and subscribe, share this with a friend, or leave a comment. And if you want more information, check out the show notes on our website at agengpodcast.com. That's A-G-E-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great day. The proceeding has been a production of University of Vermont Extension. For more information on Extension, log on to www.
uvm.edu slash extension.